0: Hello and welcome to the Urban Health Podcast, keeping busy city executives and entrepreneurs healthy and powerful. I'm Stephanie Webster, a nutritional therapist on Harley Street, London, specializing in gut health. I always look for amazing people who have amazing clinics, who offer wonderful solutions for my clients. And today, I have the privilege of having Bianca Estelle on the show. She is the founder and director of BEA Skin Clinic, BiancaEstelleAesthetics.com. BEA Skin Clinic is a multi award winning Harley Street trained clinic. And I'd like to know more about the skin specialities that you offer. Thank you, Bianca, for coming onto the show. Thank you. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's much appreciated. Thank you for thinking of me. So, tell us what inspired you to become a skin specialist? Well, I
1: actually always had an interest in science from probably about the age of nine, particularly biology, chemistry, and so on. And then in my secondary education, the same applies. So I was always into science. That was my favorite subject. I then thought about becoming a cosmetic surgeon because I found it very interesting and transforming people. But then I got acne. And that then increased my interest in skin and skin conditions. I spent a lot of time when i was 11 or 12 going around boots and super drugs trying to find solutions for my own acne and my own problem skin and i would say that was where my passion started i wanted to help other people because i knew that i would like to have acne and suffer with bad skin so i definitely say it was through being an acne sufferer in my early teens that got me into skincare and aesthetics
0: and you're also a clinical trainer and an ivnt practitioner tell us a little bit about that
1: so, I spent years from my career, not just passing in clinics around Harley Street and Wimpole Street, but I also used to train doctors and nurses to do removal or IPL, which is intense pulse light. I also was a clinical trainer for a company that did chemical healing. So, in terms of practice, in- so, um, IVNT is vitamin nutrient therapy. I've been doing that for 10 years, and that came about just from my. Um, experience in the medical aesthetics industry and I always found it very interesting that you could use uh, topical active say like vitamin C to treat rosacea and acne and so on and so forth so one day I literally thought okay if these products are so amazing topically on the skin couldn't we look at treating certain skin conditions if we got these actives into the body internally and that's when I discovered IBNT. at the time it had been used in America for many many years so I went out and did some training and, and the rest is history uh, now in my clinic, I actually combined aesthetics, medical aesthetics with IVNT therapy. So you can come to us and have an anti-aging treatment or a treatment for acne using vitamin nutrient therapy. And we, what we essentially do at the clinic is treat you both topically, externally and internally using IVNT. So it's quite a unique way of, of treating a client, although there's not many practitioners that do both medical aesthetics and functional IVNT, but what we do.
0: No, and there's not many practitioners who have such an extraordinary website. You've got such a host of treatments, pen, dermapen, dermaplaning, gold collagen masks, light LED therapy. You've got so much on offer, and I love that because you've got so many treatments at your disposal, you're better That's equipped right. to give the right solution for the client as opposed to trying to push one product alone. So tell Correct. us a little bit about the different treatments.
1: Sure. Well, especially that you're both spotted, there's definitely something there for everybody. Because I believe that that you must always combine treatment modalities to get the best result. No two people are the same. No two skin concerns or even health concerns are going to be identical. So we like to ensure that we have the most advanced tools and equipment that can help people based on their individual needs. Um, things like, for example, LED light uses a uses a range of different lights that are attracted to different target chromophores in the skin. So it can also be used for things like eczema, psoriasis. It could be pigmentation, sun damage, or acne. And the different color lights will treat different skin concerns or problems. Um, we also do things like radiofrequency for skin tightening. The list goes on, as, as you spotted, and, and chemical peeling. But the good thing with how we treat it, be a skin clinic, is that we... Can, can treat you both internally and help improve your health and externally with our different treatments and products as well.
0: Now, radiofrequency is an interesting one for skin tightening. So if somebody has lost an, an, an excessive, an excessive has lost a lot of weight over the uh, course of a year, they might qualify for skin removal surgery. However, yeah. if they haven't lost that much and they just want to tighten it, radiofrequency, some people say it really works. And some people say it doesn't. But you have found some excellent results in your clinic. So tell us about a case study where you have helped a patient who didn't qualify for skin removal because they didn't have that much to, take, to get rid of, but really benefited from radio frequency for skin tightening.
1: Sure. Well, we've had many clients in that same scenario. Uh, and what I always advise is that if you are on a weight loss journey, you actually should be thinking about doing this throughout that process. Because what's happening as you're losing weight, the skin becomes more lax. If you're actually having the treatments done, as you're losing the weight, you're going to prevent yourself from having this excess skin. Not only can radiofrequency help with that, but things like collagen injections are very, very good for skin, skin uh, sort of loose skin, skin laxity, and so on and so forth. But my main advice would be that um, you should have it done while you're going through a weight loss journey. Don't leave it to the end when it's all sort of loose. You want to do it throughout that process. And we have great um, responses from clients that do... Um, treat themselves that way.
0: So. And just to get an understanding, radiofrequency increases the fibroblasts and the collagen in the Correct. skin, so the more you do Correct. that, the the better connected the skin is?
1: Correct, that's right, and um, also by heating the tissues it will then uh, contract and that's how you get the, the, the tightening effect on the skin.
0: And the thing about facial aesthetics in particular, it improves self-esteem, self-confidence and people feel better about themselves and we're in the business of helping everybody feel like they're the best version of themselves. And Definitely. When, when you've lost weight and you've lost volume in the face and you inject with collagen, but then you also okay. want to do these radiofrequency procedures, you have to okay. time it correctly because the radiofrequency can break down this supplementary collagen. It doesn't break down your own, right? But it just sure. breaks down. Yeah. So let's, let's explain a little bit how it breaks down old collagen and injected collagen. But you, you have your timing down to a T. So anyway, I'll let you yes, explain. Yes, that's
1: right. So firstly, what you wouldn't want to do, you wouldn't want to have collagen injected into the skin and then have radiofrequency straight after because the heating could effectively lose your, you could lose your product. So how we would do it at the clinic is that we'd schedule your radiofrequency first, for example, and then maybe the following week you'd have your collagen injection and the following week the radio frequency because you've got that five-day period where it's going to be working around the skin. It's going to be very active, sorry, because it works for so much longer than five days. So you definitely need to time the, the treatments accordingly. And that's where a lot of um, you know, practitioners can go wrong. If they're not sort of experienced, they can end up doing the treatments in the wrong order and the clients don't get a very good effect. I've been doing uh, medical aesthetics for 17 years, nearly. So um, we're quite well versed in how to give the right treatment protocol. all. that
0: reason,
1: that is very important.
0: Yes, and I also believe it's very important for a patient on this occasion to be loyal to one clinic, and I'm not saying that because you're on the phone, but if if they go and get their fillers in one place, and then they get their skin tightening in another place, and they're not communicating what they're doing well to all clinics, then you might be in a, the patient might be in a situation where they're either undoing the good work that one clinic has done, or, or they're doing something that's interfering. So,
1: uh, yeah, I agree, 100%. Yeah.
0: The, the great thing about yeah. you is you're constantly expanding your offering and you're constantly trying to uh, it, it, offer the whole package so that the patient doesn't feel the need to go elsewhere and they can get all of their needs met under one roof, which is extraordinary. That's
1: right. Yeah, I would say more or less that would be the case for sure. Um, and and it's so important, like you said, for those reasons that they can end up on doing very good work. I and mean, you know, treatments are expensive; they're not cheap. And you want to get the best, you know, results and value for money. So it is very important that our customers let us know if they are being genius elsewhere. And obviously, we let them know if we offer the same treatment. The choice is theirs. Um, but it's very important for the, the, the practitioner and the client to have that conversation. And that is done with us at consultation anyway.
0: Yeah, and it's also a question of safety and efficacy, not just uh, a question of investment. Also, so. Okay, and you've got amazing skin, and I always want to have skin like... <laughs> Thank you. Whenever I ask you for skin tips, you always talk about SPF, and I think if there's one yeah. thing most practitioners have in common is everybody swears by SPF, so how do I know which one to buy? So, firstly, every day, we
1: should all be wearing at least a factor 30. In the warmer months, we should be looking at Factor 50. Um, So so I would say start with a Factor 30, you can't go wrong, but definitely, if you're going on holiday or it's warmer wherever you live in the country that you live in, then go to Factor 50. If you are out on holiday or you sit outside in the sun, you want to look at reapplying a Factor 50 every four hours, which is, again, an area that people don't realise how important that is. They they can put it on once and sit out all all day in the sun. You need to reapply that to to be effective. So that would be my advice to anyone that's unsure in terms of how they should be using their SPF. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a range of SPF 30 and 50. And what makes ours unique is that it contains an active ingredient called alpha-arbutin. So alpha-arbutin is a pigment suppressant. It's actually a tyrosin inhibitor. And what that product ingredient will do is not only prevent pigmentation from forming on the skin, but it also will treat any existing pigmentation. So you'll get a uh, sun protection products, but also a treatment product from our sun protection.
0: Oh, wow, that's incredible. So, what do we do when we read the back of the label? If we if, And we're looking for hypoallergenic, non commodogenic. What do these terms mean? Yes.
1: Yeah. So, hypoallergenic means that it's tested and it shouldn't cause irritation. But in saying that, what we have to bear in mind is that there's always going to be that one or two percent that are sensitive to everything. Most people aren't. Non commodogenic means that it's non clogging to the pores. So, again, you don't want to clog your pores. If you clog your pores, you're going to be prone to acne and breakouts and so on and so forth. So definitely non comedogenic is important all of our spf are sort of lightweight lotion types so they're definitely not going to plug the pole but what they are going to um give you is an extra hydration without being heavy or oily on the skin
0: that's wonderful I, I i need to try your products on on the spf front everything else has been wonderful so far but i haven't tried your spf yes. as yet uh, so no, you must i must i must for, for those who don't make it to the clinic or haven't ordered, are there any particular ingredients that we absolutely must avoid?
1: Avoid? Oh, there are a few nasty ones out there. Anything called, sort of with benzones in them, avoid them. Mm-hmm. High levels of alcohol. And you can tell that the alcohol level is high um, because of where it's positioned on the ingredients list. Definitely avoid um, perfumed SPS and there's a lot out there as mm. well, which is crazy because perfume and the sun don't go down very well. Mm-hmm. So bear okay. that in mind. And that's the good thing about medical-based skincare, or cosmetic suitable, as we, as, as we call them. They are clean of these sort of things, but people often, if you're not that knowledgeable, they say, oh, I like them, that smells very nice. But if it smells very nice, often it's an artificial perfume. Mm-hmm. So you'll find in BA skincare, you're not going to get things smelling all sweet and fluffy because a lot of the time any scents are artificial.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting, so IV drips so let's move on to that f- for now I really like what you do with your IV drips because you actually take a blood test before to see what the person actually needs before you give them any treatment whatsoever instead of just assuming that they need for example a Myers cocktail and just chuck it in, so that's quite uh, well, personalised nutrition I will, What I will
1: say is that the blood test services are certainly offer, most of our clients will go ahead with that um, we do a thorough in depth co- consultation, and from the consultation, we can often ascertain what someone needs or what they may be positioned to in based on their symptoms that they're explaining to us. Um, so, the blood test is available, it isn't compulsory, but we certainly do offer it to the majority of the clients, and, and most people do take us up on that.
0: Mm-hmm. And you have different types of IV drips with different solutions. Mm-hmm. So, there's got one for weight loss, which, of course, you know, this is no substitute for diet and nutrition. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, and, however, tell us a little bit about the weight loss IV drip and how that can support a healthy lifestyle.
1: So, the weight loss IV contains a, a cocktail I guess you could say, of active, um, B-complex, B12, some fat-burning actives which are derived from soybean, PPC, and also l carnitine. Now, as you know, B12 uh, allows you to um, convert energy more effectively from your food intake if we feel more energized, then we tend to move around more. And if we move around more, then we lose weight. Um, so there are many clinics that will say, oh, B12 is a weight loss injection. It isn't. It's just that it gives you energy. And if you have more energy, you're going to move around. The same applies to B complex. It's a live process, so it's going to help to boost your metabolism and make you feel more energized. But again, if you're energized, again, it's the same thing. So I will always be careful if someone says that B12 will make you lose weight. What it will do is give you more energy. And if you have more energy, we move more. move more we burn calories and then we
0: lose weight if that makes sense absolutely and also for fatigue and actually i think this is a very popular one with uh, those who choose iv drips because they've come from long flights they've had a long week and they just need to feel replenished and rehydrated so tell us about the one that you have for fatigue the main uh
1: treatment we recommend for fatigue or very tired, etc., they coming for a long flight. Like you said, that that would be B twelve and and B complex. Um, and, and, and the main thing is that, that client understand that this is just to kind of maybe help them get through a week if it is for tiredness, but they need to look at ways to address their lifestyle as well. Um, most people are going to be deficient in at least two to three vitamins or minerals at any point in their lives so things like b12 and b complex will definitely help energy levels as well and also they help support the nervous system so a very stressful job which is tiring you're going to get the nervous system support also
0: okay and also for sports recovery i think in in the sports community there's been Mm -hmm. a huge increase in interest Mm -hmm. in boxing and crossfit so you've Mm -hmm. seen more Clients come to you for sports recovery, IV drips. So what's in, yeah. in those?
1: So we use L-carnitine for that, which helps. One, actually helps you to convert um, a sort of fat into lean muscle, but it also helps you recover from endurance sports as well. So people find that they can actually work out for longer and harder if they increase their L-carnitine intake. And we also use magnesium for those who are doing sort of long-distance running to help the muscles relax and help the muscles recover too. Magnesium is required for over 100,000 cellular functions within bodies, except for supporting the nervous system or helping muscles relax and it's going to be used for the overall, overall health and well-being. But I would say in terms of the sports and fitness industry, a popular one by far would be your alkalotane and your magnesium for recovery as well.
0: I love magnesium. It's so underrated, don't you agree? Yes, it
1: is. is. And also in terms of what it's used for, it can be used for so many different things. And like I said before, it's used for over 100,000 different cellular processes in the body.
0: Gosh. So, intramuscular (laughs) boosters, what are they and what are they good for and are they painful?
1: So, um, firstly, some um, active, so some vitamins and minerals or peptides or stem cells can only be given given via IM. For example, IM is intramuscular, sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, vitamin D3 is 99% of the time given via an intramuscular injection because it's quite a thick base gel. For obvious reasons, you wouldn't want to give that via IV. So they need to go into the muscle. Now, when we give an IM booster, um, you still absorb 99.9% of the active ingredients. It just means that the transit time from muscle to bloodstream is about 15 minutes, but you still absorb 99.9% of the active. Iron boosters are very useful as well for those who haven't got good vascular access. So we treat a lot of diabetic clients in the clinics, and often their veins aren't very good due to the health condition. so we can give them B-complex and B-12 as an injection. We don't have to always a bit for them as an IV if they haven't got good vascular access due to health or chemotherapy, radiotherapy as well, can can cause poor um, vascular access. So that's why we have the boosters there. But secondly, some active or vitamins can only be given as an IM. I
0: hope that answers your question. It does answer my question. And they don't hurt. And they don't
1: hurt. Sorry, I didn't know. They don't
0: hurt. So no? Quick okay. Practice, but... no, no pain there. Well, sometimes there's no pain, no gain, and not all pain is bad. That's true. But uh, I, will, I will say that for those who are listening to this saying, well, why do I need an IV drip? I eat a good diet. Maybe some mm. of my clients take supplements. But I will say that if, like me, you have digestive issues and you mm. have had a history of malabsorption, absorbing yeah. the nutrition from the food can be... Uh, it can be inefficient, so yeah, I found myself benefiting from IV drips when I was very ill and very sick, and I wasn't absorbing my food properly. And mm-hmm. uh, they, I, I, I found the IV drips very beneficial, and I felt nourished because yeah. it's going straight into the bloodstream, bypassing the digestive process entirely. So uh, mm-hmm. that That's I felt, what. yeah. So now the you, you offer so many treatments and i know that the acne ones are close to your heart from personal experience i would like you to explain a little bit more about what you can do for people with acne because that is so debilitating on someone's confidence Mm so if we
1: have a client that comes in they have acne maybe active acne or acne Uh, acne scarring sorry there's a range of different treatments we can offer if it's active acne we look at instantly things like vitamin c because vitamin c is antibacterial and anti-inflammatory now if there is a surplus of bacteria in the body could be in the gut that can come out in your skin and not many people realize that so we would give them vitamin c as an IV to balance the bacteria that's within their body Um, In addition to vitamin C, we also give them zinc and selenium because they're both, uh, particularly selenium, a potent antioxidant. And what we found over the years is a lot of people that do have acne, when testing their blood for example, they're deficient in zinc and selenium. So there's definitely a link between the two. So for acne sufferers, we would always say if it's active acne, you need to increase your vitamin C, zinc and selenium and that will help to regulate things. You'll find that even in terms of the, the amount of oil that you secrete from the skin, the uh, sebum, sorry, will be uh, decreased quite, quite significantly once you've had a few treatments with us. And then the kinogen, like uh, micro-needling or collagen induction therapy, also chemi- chemical peeling can help with the of the actual um, aesthetic appearance of the acne as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Wonderful. So again, we're doing with the inside out. It's so interesting because I was reading up on the efficacy of taking supplements uh, and Mm. antioxidants in particular, and there's a rating that they can apply to an antioxidant when in the laboratory, but then once it's in the body, the efficacy goes down, which is why for Mm. antioxidants in particular, it might be worthwhile looking into why intravenous antioxidants might actually work like it does in the laboratory. So the digestive process can alter the, the supplement that you take and not... Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, and you might not get all the benefit from it. So you think, oh, okay, so I'm taking my vitamins and my minerals, but are you actually absorbing them? It's not what you eat, it's what you absorb. So right. I'm going to do some more studying and research on antioxidants uh, from intravenous. So thank you very much for that, pointer. Yep. Let's talk about the DNA test from Nordic laboratories that you offer. So we, we both offer this, we're both fans of Nordic, and yeah, I interviewed Dr. Shania Lee from Nordic Laboratories for the podcast a few weeks ago, and in the coming lovely. weeks we're going to be doing interpretation of results on YouTube, but uh, tell us about the DNA skin test and how do you use it to help patients? So
1: we use the DNA skin um, as a diagnostic tool, and often we use it to those clients that Maybe I'm new to a or new to kind of looking at their skin, and they want to see things in paper. So some clients naturally like to see things written down in black and white, as it were. Um, for myself, with my experience, most of the time I can look at someone and know how I'm going to treat them. Uh, but others like to just see this, this report, and it really is an amazing report. And what the DNA skin will tell you is what sort of them, um, how your skin will be, or how it will age, and what areas of, of the skin or skin aging you're going to be most affected by. For some people it could be UV damage, it could be skin laxity, it could be inflammation, for things like rosacea. So we can use this information and tailor make, again, just uh, an aesthetic in terms of the topical treatments, but an IV protocol based on that skin DNA result. And we also do the same using the skin, uh, sorry, the DNA help. We use the same result and we can then uh, design a bespoke IV protocol for that client based on
0: the the outcome. know, thank you so much for coming onto the show and explaining that. You are so passionate, you're so ethical, and you're so client-focused. I just love the work that you do.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. And speaking of detoxing, Stephanie, another amazing tool that we use in the clinic for detox is we do EDTA, which is a heavy metal detoxification, but we also use a lot of glutathione. Um, which is of course our master antioxidant, and it helps to detox the liver, and kidneys as well. And if you're busy mm-hmm. in London, buzzing around, and pollution, we need stone intake.
0: That's a personal favourite from me, and it's highly anti-aging too. So we love it. It's a tripeptide. Yes, uh, <laughs> glutathione has lots of research on it. So th- be- thank you so much for coming to the show, Bianca. So tell us about your website and how we can get in touch. So uh, the website
1: is Bea Skin Clinic. and we also have vitamininjection.co.uk so get in touch with us and we're happy to look after you and see
0: you soon thank you so much for sharing your inspiring insights and helping the urban health podcast in keeping entrepreneurs healthy and powerful thank you Bianca thank you was that okay